young as some. We do know they're, they're young at heart. But we are so thankful for that. I was telling my wife the other day, we were talking. I know I, Mom and Dad moved here in 1960. And I don't know, we go back and look at the old pictures and there's always been a group of kids behind this old pulpit. I mean, this old pulpit right here. And uh, this church has been blessed down through the years to have young people stand up and sing and, and uh, have Thankful to have parents to bring their children out to a place like this to, to be on the Lord's Day. <clears throat> we do want to ask you to pray for them this morning. This is, I think I've got about 50 minutes here on this broadcast, and it's, uh, it's uh, quite a bit of time, but you know, I can say a whole lot. But I remember one time this man, he came pre for us, he had, said he had a lot of stuff to say, and in the service, Brother Moose said, you had a lot of stuff to say. <laughs> I hope I'm not here to say a lot of stuff. That's for sure. <laughs> and uh, we do want to <clears throat> just get into this service this morning and uh, open this up, you know, by bringing greetings to, to those who listen to us in the name of Blessed Lord. This is the Emmanuel Missionary Baptist Church program coming to you. We're located at Laurel, Kentucky at Old Town. And we are on either side of Route 17. We do have signs, and we're four miles from either one of those roads. And we come for no other purpose than to bring to you the Word of God in song and sermon. And our pastor, Brother John Lybrook, he's not here today. He's, just, uh, he's recovering from a 
uh, knee joint replacement surgery. We do pray for him and you covet your prayer for him as he uh, is uh, recuperating. And, and uh, we pray God bless upon him. And, uh, and our prayer is to help us, for us to help you, us to be a Lord, to help us to be a blessing to all those who are listening. And uh, we thank you for letting us come into your home, and whether it be by car or now we, by radio, and now we do have sermon audio. I read this from a paper here. Brother Eugene Meadows, he was pastor here when we came here in 1960. And uh, this church has been on WGOH since 1962. Here are some of the sermons. I have one here at Brother Meadows, May the 27th, 1962. October 14th, 1962. March the 8th, 1964. February the 14th, 1965. And this is, folks, this is many of hundreds of my God. Just to give you an idea as to how long Emmanuel Baptist Church has been on WGOH radio. I remember we used to go when we were just young kids. Some of them may remember it would go up and we'd take, uh, take the car and we'd all go up on Sunday evening. Meet the old, that little, little room up there about 10 foot square with no air conditioning and go in there and we'd sing and Brother Matt would bring the message. Then we find years, a few years later we bought a van and we'd go to the van. But then we finally got to where we got a cassette player and we started sending cassettes up there, taking them, and then later on we have now the, the uh, cassette. So we take them up and CDs. So things have progressively went on in time, but but I, I just read this for that reason, you know. We're still here for that same reason, to be a blessing. Amen. That's what the purpose of this church has been here down through these many years, what, 60, 62 years, to be a blessing to others. And down through these years, you know, it's been, it's been numerous people who's heard these broadcast, and I'm thankful for that. And uh, we do want to pray for a pastor. This is Jim Stevens here. I know probably a lot of you probably know me, and I've been around here for a good while. I'm thankful to have this opportunity. I'm, I'm here just to, to fill in this position until he gets back here with us. And I do want to just welcome everybody here today. We'd like to see the good number out. We do have some way sick, some not able to be here. So we just pray God bless upon them. Some be traveling because this weekend. So today we do want to just uh, look at something. And I sat back when uh, Brother John asked me before last, you know, if I would do this. And I sat back and the first thing I thought we're going to, we're going to just dwell on today Let's go to Psalms chapter 105, verse 4. Psalms 105, and verse 4, we're going to start out right here this morning. Now, I remember uh, someone mentioned today about the reading Psalms. I've been reading Psalms for a good while, studying the book of Psalms, and there's so much we can find in this book of Psalms. But I just want to start out today, 105. Verse 1 through 4. It says here, Oh, give thanks. Let's have a prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we're so thankful for another day. Thank you, Lord, for the beautiful Lord's Day. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the time to be here together. For the words that done went forth in our Sunday school hour and Lord devotion. Lord, we thank you for it. Thank you for the good number of been that's been blessed to be here with us today. And what a privilege it is, Lord, to be here and to be 
able to bring forth your word and pray God you'd help me to bring forth what you lay on my heart. Help me, Lord, not to say anything and be contrary to your holy word. Lord, I pray for our pastor. Pray for him, Lord, you would bless him and give him healing and stand in need of. And he shouldn't be back with us. Again, I ask you, Lord, to bless upon the sick and afflicted. Bring the healings to those that are on bed affliction and those that have lost their loved ones. I pray your comfort now. Lord, I ask you, Lord, now watch over us. We go through this day. Lord, help us not forget to give you all the praise, the honor, and glory. For in Jesus' name I pray. And amen. I would like to read these first few verses here for Psalm 105, verse 1 through 4, where it says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Sing unto him. Sing psalms unto him. Talk ye of all his wondrous works. Glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice. They seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face forevermore. I'm going to take our lesson this morning from verse 3. Glory ye in his holy name. Folks, I, I, my title list today is To God Be the Glory. I know you've already heard this morning. That's the song that we start out with our title on our heading to our broadcast. Back years ago when we first started this program, we used Rock of Ages. Then we used Amazing Grace for several years. And now we use the old hymn, To God Be the Glory. That's just been the mission, man, to be Sidney Baptist Church down through these many years. You give glory to God through all these many programs. You go back and you study stay 60 years times 52 weeks a year. That's several thousand sermons that this church went forth over this media radio and now a sermon audio. And it's been our mission here. Our, our goal is to uh, be glory to God and give Him the glory for everything we do. This is... This is uh, what I want to speak about this morning. I'd like to reflect upon this opening song we sing about every Lord's Day at this time. There's a message in this title that we want to look at. It tells us the one who is to receive all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. That's what glory means. When we come into the Lord's house, we, can worship. we come to worship and to glorify His holy name. We're not here to lift up Ourselves, we're not here to lift up no one other than God, and we are to raise up His Son Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. That's the reason we sing these great hymns to God be the glory. We sing many other hymns as well. We do not sing uh, these oh, uh, contemporary songs and so forth. We just sing what the late Lord put in these old hymns that we've sung for many years. They mean something to us if we think about these back and. And my forefathers, how they all sang these old great hymns and, and how they sung from place to place. And they all never, never got away from the hymn that glorified God. When we come into the Lord's house, folks, our desire is to be here to worship. We'll be here for that one purpose, to worship God. And, and we're to be here to give Him preeminence and give Him... The, the, the leading of what we do here. And we need to get ourselves out of the way. See, God is to receive all the glory. And all we do is to be done in reverence to Him. And I'm thankful that we can sing His old hymns and our hymnals to God be the glory and, and amazing grace. And 
the Rock of Ages and all these other great hymns. And I'm thankful for these. And we go on now to Psalm 115 and verse 1. Psalm 115 and verse 1. It says here, Now, now unto us, O Lord, not unto us, not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto thy name give glory. For thy mercy and for thy truth's sake. It's very important we realize what we're seeing here expressed in these great truths. We owe a lot to honoring God and what he did for us. David's songs always expressed giving glory to God. He wrote so many of these psalms and he wrote so much about the glory of God. He started writing hymns back in his earlier days, back when he was a, a king of Israel. And we go back to First Chronicles, verse First Chronicles, chapter sixteen. And it's noted here in these chronicles, King David. He sung many songs. In chapter sixteen. It's a time that they had brought the Ark of the Covenant back into to Jerusalem. And it was a time of, 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 of joy among God's people. And David, in his writing concerning this time, he wrote in verse 7, he says here, Then on that day, David delivered first this psalm to thank the Lord into the hand of Asaph and his brethren. Verse 8, he says, Give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon His name. Make known His deeds unto the people. That Him we sang while ago. To God be the glory, great things He has done. So that's what David said in his song. He says, Sing unto Him. Sing psalms unto Him. Talk ye of all His wondrous works. Glory ye in His holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. And he goes on. He says, Seek the Lord and His strength. Seek His face continually. Remember His marvelous works that He had done, His wonders and judgments of His mouth. O you seed of Israel, His servant, ye children of Jacob, His chosen ones. Now you drop down to verse 23 and we will read. He says, Sing unto the Lord, all the earth, Show shoot forth from day to day his salvation. Declare his glory among the heathen, his marvelous works among the nations. For great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. He also is to be feared among all gods. For all the gods of the people are idols, but the God, but the Lord made the heavens. Glory and honor are in His presence. Strength and gladness are in His place. Given to the Lord, you kindred to the people. Given to the Lord glory and strength. Given to the Lord the glory due His name. Bring an offering and come before Him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of His holiness. You don't 
You don't just read very many places in, in uh, Psalms till you'll come up with David singing and praising God. Say, may God help us today, folks, to see the importance of giving God the glory for everything that He has done for us. He has done so much for us. As knows already in what we have already read, they do speak of His wondrous works, His marvelous works. So we go back again to Psalms chapter 111. <clears throat> in the book of Psalms chapter 1 and verse 11. Now I do read a lot of scripture. I, I, I don't apologize for that. I think it's what we do. We get, we get to where we get in God's Word. We'll see, see the whole benefit of the teaching and reading from God's Word. And we find here in these words where it says, Praise ye the Lord. Verse 1. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. The works of the Lord are great, sought out for all them that have pleasure therein. His work is honorable and glorious, and His righteousness endures forever. He has made His wonderful works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He has given me unto them that fear Him. He will be mindful of His covenant. He has shewed His people the power of His works, that He may give them the heritage of the heathen. The works of His hands are of rarity and of judgment. All His commandments are sure. They stand fast forever and ever and are done in truth and uprightness. He sendeth redemption unto His people. Folks, He is to be glorified. He has done so much for mankind. He's done so much for us as His people. Then he says, He hath commanded His covenant forever. And then it says, Holy and reverend is His name. The fear of the Lord is beginning of wisdom. The good understanding have all they that do His commandments. And praise His and commandments, His praise endureth forever. We see here in this psalm here that He talks about many things in this, this psalm. He talks about many things He's done for us through His wonderful works. He talks about the things He's showed us through His power. He talks about the works of His hands that we see in creation. Then He says, stand fast forever. All these things that He's made and done in truth. God will not fail, folks. Everything He has made and done and said will stand forever. But look verse number 9, though. It says He sent redemption unto His people. He sent redemption unto His people. We know what that redemption was. It was Jesus Christ's Son. He's to be glorified for that, folks. But then it says here, His commandment, He hath commanded His covenant forever. And that commandment goes back to Abraham. When God told Abram back in the book of the book of Genesis, He said, In thee all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Today I can honestly say we are still blessed, God's people. 
The covenant that God made with Abraham still holds true today. It has always, it's always been and always will be. He said, I will bless them that bless thee. In verse 3, talking about this nation that God promised a blessing to of the Israelite nation and his people. He says, I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall the families of the earth all be blessed. It's back in Genesis. And I'm thankful to hear these great words and hear them proclaimed and read and brought through God's word. Because we know that this nation that God had promised to Israel was that little nation over in Israel. Little nation about the biggest, biggest little state of New Hampshire in America. And God blessing that nation today. God will continue to bless that nation. They're going through a lot of trouble. I do know that. But God has never turned his back on them yet. He's still got a purpose for Israel. And I do know we need to, we need to pray for that people. And pray God just continue to be with them. Through these times that we're going, they're going through. But God made this covenant with Abraham. And he said, he told even through this little nation of Israel. That all the nations of the earth will be blessed. And we are blessed today. And thankful we know what happened years ago when God sent his son into that, in that little area. I'm thankful that God sent him. I'm thankful the Lord has blessed us to be a part of this great church. Again, I want to look at this word where it says in verse 9, holy and reverend is his name. That reverend means worthy of reverence. I went back and I got one of the old concordance I've got. I went back and I looked up this word reverend. And it says it means worthy of reverence. And then it also says applied only to God in the scriptures. Notice what it says, this word reverence, or reverend, applies only to God in the Scripture. Now go to Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 11. We're talking today about the Lord's church. The Lord's churches that are in this world today that was left here when Christ went back to heaven he, he left a people here to continue on carrying out his work but we see here also that there were those that he spoke of prior to his coming and you notice here he says he's concerning the Lord's church today it says he gave some apostles some prophets some evangelists some pastors and also teachers. I thought about that today. And I thought about this this week. Notice here, there's no reverend mentioned. I'll read that again. He gave to the churches, his churches, apostles, prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and some teachers. Again, I say, but no reverence. 
Go back in Psalm, David said, speaking of God, said, Hold in reverend is His name. The word reverend is a very special word. It applies to God and Him only. Yes, Christ spoke of those in His day. They were in the synagogues and they were out in the streets. They were seeking the glory of man. And he said, Bird, I say unto you, you have your reward. It's, a, it's, a, it's something to think about when man goes around calling himself reverend. He has a reward, God said. We're not to be a reverend. We're to be, we're to be a, a, a witnesses through what we see in concerning the church. We're to be, as uh, we see here, as uh, elders and pastors and teachers and and uh, other, being otherwise. We don't have this. I would try to say as a title to ourselves because as we've already read in the book of Daniel or uh, Psalms and Chronicles it says because it's to God we give the glory. Great things He hath done. He so loved us, folks, that He gave us His only begotten Son. That is why we're to reverence God, not man. God, when He brought His Son into this world, the angels sang themselves, Glory to God in the highest, and peace on earth. earth <coughs> on earth peace and goodwill toward man. When Jesus Christ came to the world, He was God in the flesh. He was God incarnate. If we think upon the, the, the trend of our, our, our religious world today, there's a lot of men out there that are, want to give call reverend. Well, I'm here to tell you, there's only one rev, to be, man to be called reverend, and that's God. Amen. I don't say it from the way I see it. I see it the way God sees it. Because it says back in the beginning of time, you know, when Christ came to the world, you know, he was, he was God in the flesh. He came and He was uh, incarnate. And John chapter 1. John chapter 1 and verse 1. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Drop on down to verse 14. It says, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Now we see here, His Son come on the scene. He is also to be one we glory in. Jesus Christ came in the flesh, and He is holy and just. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He is God in the flesh, folks. That's what He is. John 14, 
chapter 5, verse 7. John 14, verse 5 through 7. Tom said unto him, Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Then he said, If you had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth you know him and have seen him. Jesus Christ himself declared to his apostles that day, When you see me, you see the Father also. See, Jesus Christ is God in the flesh. He is holy. He's just. He's the King of kings. And he's the Lord of lords. There's no doubt about it. Jesus told his disciples, Again, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. In John chapter 17, verse 24 through 26. Here's, here's the Lord's Prayer. The prayer that he prayed to his Father for all his saints, all those that God would even give to him. That includes you and I as God's people today. He said, I have given them thy word, and the world hath hated them. They are not the world, even I am not the world. He talks about it, I'll go down on his prayer. And he says here in verse 23, in verse 22, he said, In the glory which thou gavest me, knows that glory? In the glory which thou gavest me, I have given them that they may be one as we are. I and them and thou and me, that they may be made perfect in one. And that the world may know that thou hast sent me and hast loved them and that hast, and thou hast loved me. Then he says here, Father, Father, I will that they also whom thou hast given me be with me where I am. That they may behold my glory which thou hast given me. Thou lovest me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world hath not known thee, but I have known thee. And these have, I, these have known me, that thou hast sent me. And I declare it unto them thy name. And I will declare it, and the love wherewith thou hast loved me may be in them, and I in them. We see these great truths that Christ spoke. He, he is also one that we are to raise up and to praise His name. No hymn we sing, no hymn of glory to His name. Again, back in John chapter 1, verse 2 and 3, He said that the Word, the Word, that's Jesus Christ. What to say about the Word, the living Word? His saint was in the beginning. All things were made by him, without him was not anything that was made. There are those who deny this creation. But God's word tells us one many things about the creation. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. It says, In the beginning God created the earth. John 1, verse 1, we just read, In the beginning, world 
And all things were made by Him. Genesis chapter 1 verse 2. And the Spirit moved upon the water. That's the triune God we worship today. There's a lot of, a lot of critics out there today concerning this creation. We're give God glory for His creation, folks. And all He's done for us through creation, the air we breathe, the food we have, the water, all these great marvels we have come from God's hand. It's not from the old man up above, I'll tell you that, or old Mother Nature. It comes from God and God only. When you go back to Deuteronomy chapter 15, Deuteronomy chapter 15, there's, there's part of this verse, I believe it's in the latter part of verse 15, concerning we see where God was in the creation, Jesus Christ in the creation, also the Holy Spirit was in the creation. Now I want to go back to Deuteronomy chapter 15 or 19, and first, uh, or, let's see here, I believe it's the last part of that verse, where it says, Deuteronomy 15, I'll get there shortly. 19, rather. Deuteronomy, I'm sorry. Deuteronomy 19, Rome 1, and uh, verse 15. And where it says right here, at the mouth, notice here, at the mouth of two witnesses, or at the mouth of three witnesses, Shall the matter be established? So, folks, we have God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Well, they're in creation. That's three witnesses, two witnesses, and then they have three. That being said, God's word's true. Because the matter's established right there. Regardless of what man tells and science says, creation is come from God, comes from the Son, and also the Holy Spirit was involved as well in moving upon the water. So we see there should be no question concerning creation, but there are. Those that creation deniers are, are the father of the lies that we know in the world, and of them is Satan. When Christ came into the world, He spoke of great truth concerning Himself. John chapter 10, 31, He said, I and my Father are one. And we sung this song a while ago. Great things He hath done. To God be the glory. Great things He hath done. Not only in creation, but we do know in Jesus Christ He's done many things. First, let's go to John 21. John 21 again. I say I like to read a lot of Scripture and go back and just see what it's referring to here, John chapter 21 and verse 25. And we notice here, this is speaking concerning Jesus Christ. The writer of the book of Luke wants us, is made aware of one thing. You see another old sad song we sang years ago, I remember when I was just a young child, lost great. The half has never yet been told. It's no hymn and no broadman, folks. The half has never yet been told. John chapter 21 and 25, and there are also many other things which Jesus did. The which, if they would be written, every one, 
I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books. Think about that. That should be written. Our kids uh, sang here the old song, The Love of God. It goes along with what we're saying here. There's a lot that's not been told, but one of these days, we'll understand it all better by and by. <coughs> These songs we sang concerning the giving glory to God is, is, is so great. And what is written here concerning Christ and also, also will be said about God. There's a lot of things that God has done we do not know about. There's a lot of things that goes on through this world we do not know about. There's things going on in in this world above our heads and and through the things we just can't imagine. Scripture tells us there's many things that God is doing that we do not know about that's not written. But we do have a lot written, I tell you, we do know. We have enough to know that God is to be glorified. He is to be praised for what He's done for us. What we have in God for is enough. What we have is before us is more than enough. God has permitted what we have. And it's enough to show us our unworthiness. It's enough to show us that we're all sinners by birth. And it's enough to show us that we're saved by God's grace. We need no more. We need no more versions. We need no more other types of so-called books. We need God's Word. It's enough to show us that for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. That whosoever believeth in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Folks, that's why we sing glory to God. That's the reason we sing to God be the glory. John chapter 10 <clears throat> in verse 27. John chapter 10 verse 27. My sheep know my voice. He said, I know them, they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. Again, I say, he says, I and my Father are one. Christ himself, in time, he said, my Father is greater than them all. He is a great God. Jesus Christ called him a great father. For all those precious things that we have that God has given us, when we come into the Lord's house, it is to be a place to worship and glorify and give God the glory. Again, we go back to Psalms chapter 
72. Psalms chapter 72, verse 17. Says in verse 17 of 72. His name shall endure forever. His name shall be continued as long as the sun. And men shall be blessed in him. All nations shall call him blessed. Blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel, who only doeth wondrous things. And blessed be His glorious name forever. Let the whole earth be filled with His glory. Amen and amen. Then He says to the prayers of David, the son of Jesse, ended. <clears throat> 113 3. 113 and 3 it says, From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. The Lord is high above all nations and His glory above the heavens. Who is like unto the Lord, our God, who dwelleth on high, who humbleth Himself to, to behold the things that are in heaven and in earth. He raised up the poor out of the dust and lifted up the needy out of the dunghill. That, they may set, that he may set him with princes, and even with princes of his people. He said, He maketh the barren woman to keep in house and to be a joyous mother of children. He said, Praise you, the Lord. You can't get away from looking in, in these great scriptures and seeing that we are to give praise to God. We're to praise his holy name for all he has done for us. We're to praise him for everything that he has ever given us in our life. And you go back again to the First Chronicles chapter 29. This man we call, uh, by the name of David who had written many of these psalms. And God gave us all these great great uh, uh, things concerning our worship to God. How we are to praise Him in song. We are to praise Him in, in word. And David, David at the end of his life, he brings us these great truths. First Chronicles 29, verse 11. Let me get over here just a minute. I get over, I got up on another chapter here on something. First Chronicles chapter 29 and verse 11. I'll get here just in a minute. And I want us to see this. And I want, I want my children to come up here and sing an old hymn, The Love of God. I'm going to read this. First Chronicles chapter 29, verse 11. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in heaven. And in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as above head above all. Both riches and honor come of thee, 
Thou reigneth over all. And in thy hand is power and might. In thy hand is to make great and give strength to all people. Now therefore, now for our God we thank thee. We thank thee and praise thy glorious name. That's the reason we sing these old hymns. That's the reason we sing these old hymns like we sang to God be the glory, great things he hath done. So loved us that he gave us his son. It should, should not be a hard thing to come into the Lord's house and sing praise to, to God and bring glory to his name. He deserves it, folks. He deserves it. And I'm thankful we we do that here. And we may we may not have this opportunity many more years, we don't know. But while God gives us the breath to breathe and the opportunity, we need to give him glory. That's for sure. I'd like for my kids to come, and if y'all will, Jamie, sing this old hymn for us, if you will. Here today and to be a part of the sermon together. And to let us say we're come here to, to, to sing and to worship by name. And this is one of the songs that they sing here occasionally. And uh, we'll get it out here and they'll sing it for us. And we will close. The love of God is greater far than time or pain can ever
refuse to pray on rocks and hills and mountains call God's love so sure shall still endure all measureless and strong redeeming grace to Adam's praise the saints and God, how rich and pure, how measureless and strong, it shall forevermore endure, the saints and and were the skies of parchment made were every stalk on earth a quill and every man a scribe by trade to the love of God above would drain the ocean dry, nor could the scroll contain the whole, though stretched from sky to would sing this last one with us. Oh, love of God, how rich and pure, how measureless and strong, it shall forevermore endure, the saints and different, but uh, I felt like it was a song to sign. We do want to do much of prayer for service tonight. Brother Jeremy speaking for us and, and uh, pray for him. And, and uh, do come back 5.45 youth group meeting. And then we'll be here at 6.30 for prayer. And then have the service. And we pray God bless you upon us. Continue on. Continue for Brother John as he does. Continue to heal. And uh, just pray for the church. Pray for all these in need. Just pray for the family we know. Pam Riffett, her family. Put it down. 
Say a prayer. Brother Jerry, lead in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for the day. Thank you for the service you've allowed us to be a part of. And Lord God, we do pray that uh, just as it's been taught, God, that all praise and honor and glory in this place and everything we say and do would be uh, uplifting, Lord, to your name and the people who truly hear your word in this place, Lord, and go away with a greater Amen. understanding. And God, we always pray for it. Those who are here today that don't know you as Lord and Savior, God, they don't have the assurance, don't have the peace that we have as your children. <coughs> God, we know that the world fills us all up with hopes that are, that are short-lived and hopes that are soon replaced by other false hopes. God, we know that your word stands forever and the hope you give us through Christ is forever. And we do thank you for that. And we pray that burden be upon all souls' hearts that they know you as Lord and Savior. Again, we do pray for our pastor as he's absent from us that you give him a speedy recovery. God's not the word. Pray be yours. Let's pray to forgive my sins. Ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.